What's going on, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor, chatting with you guys every single day about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering, and, of course, the best format, the modern format. I'm your host, Ben Bateman. Alex Kestlin, my co-host on the Masters of Modern podcast, is not currently available to chat about Magic with us, but I'm here to chat with you guys to follow up on some of the fun ideas introduced in yesterday's show. We talked to you guys about giving away a free Tarmogoyf, a free Snapcaster Mage, Liliana of the Veil, and Scald and Tarn, all in foil, as well as some copies of Super Party Battle, the exciting new game from Kesco, Alex's company that I also do work with. And you know what, guys? Those contests are still going on. You have until the end of November to call in with your favorite Magic card and join one of the other platforms, whether it's donating $1 or more to Patreon, joining the Facebook page, or leaving a review on our iTunes page. Two of those things combined, starting with Anchor, favoriting the station and calling in, and one of the other three nets you an entry to the contest to win one of those cards. So do that, guys. Anyways, let's keep talking magic. All right. Unstable has been breaking. That's the news right now. There was no SCG tour this last weekend. The Grand Prix in Atlanta was uh, standard. So I'm here to talk to you guys a little bit of unstable. Not because I play unstable. You know, unglued sets and unsets aren't really my thing. They never have been. I'm someone who likes to go out on the weekend if I can, hang with my friends. If I'm going to do something fun and irreverent, it doesn't tend to be magic cards. I kind of have magic in a category of its own in my world, not because of busyness, but just because I, you know, do the things I want to do when I want to do them. And magic to me is a very specific thing. And that's, that isn't a drinking game or a, you know, a ridiculous uh, do the hokey pokey type of game. So it's uh, somebody else probably uses their time to have fun to play an unset. It's just, we're all over the place. But the point is, each of the unsets has had one very, very cool thing in common. And this is where the unsets, I think, for a lot of us in the modern community are relevant, which is that the original unglued set had the very first full art or close to full art lands. Um, now, they weren't entirely full art and there were no foil versions because this was 1998. And uh, yeah, the first foil set was Urza's Legacy, which was printed in 1999. So those original unglued lands, they're, they're kind of these beautiful outdated relics now they they're great to have but they aren't quite as special as the lands that came later i think most of us can agree the unhinged lands that came just six years later were a little nicer you know four unhinged printed non-basic land uh, i'm sorry they were basic lands they look non-basic full art and there were foil versions so a full art foil unhinged island is a rare thing it's beautiful and it's it's incredible and and that's the thing that people want well, it's been 13 years since we got those lands. And we are going to have this year in 2017 a full set called Unstable with a foil in every pack and full art lands again. And they are barely, barely bordered. They're almost like the iPhone X of lands. They look incredible. They, they're very special and I want them. And it begs the question that I want to talk to you guys here tonight on the show about, which is, you know, what kind of lands do you like in your deck? Are you someone who doesn't care? You know, I, I have my my two short boxes of lands, so I can play anything from a, a an ugly eighth edition white border basic swamp to an absolutely incredible, gorgeous, full art foil, you know, special Amonkhet land that is available only on a you know a certain limited release at the store. Like, I'm someone who likes my basics to be all over the place. But the bottom line is. There is a ton of basic lands out there, and I think we've probably mostly all played with everything from the current standard one to some crazy cool John Avon Forest 
to, like I said, a, a very, very, you know, throwaway, basic, you know, whiteboarded land to ones that just maybe there's a certain set you happen to play a lot of magic in. So for me, that's like Mercadian Masks. Even though that's crazy old, I have tons of Mercadian Masks land just like in the boxes, in my boxes at home. They look like relics now. So I'm curious, you know, what do you guys do for your for your basics? Do you not care? Are you someone who likes to play an expedition, you know, steam vents, but doesn't really give a darn about your mountain? I don't know. I want to know. Everybody's different. I've heard, you know, varying opinions on the subject. So call in here to Anchor to share your thoughts. Let me know, you know, what you think. Is, is, is it something you love? Is it something you want to talk about? You know, are you excited about Unstable in a way I'm not? Let me know. Favorite the station if you like what you're hearing. Find me on Twitter, Ben Baby Media, Alex at Kess Wiley, and the podcast at the MM Cast. And otherwise, you know, guys, thanks for listening to the station. Thanks for keeping things going. Let's keep talking MTG every single day. And, uh, you know, we got some more fun stuff coming up on the station. Have a good one, guys. Take care. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Chat with you guys every day about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Ben Bateman. Alex Kessler, my co-host, is not here just today, but he'll probably be here tomorrow for some content. I chat with you guys every day about Magic the Gathering. The last couple days, we've been talking about a very fun giveaway. You can go find the Masters of Modern Facebook group. You'll see that giveaway requires you to do a couple of special things before November 30th. Do have a chance to win a foil Tarmogoyf, Snapcaster Mage, Liliana of the Veil, and Scalding Tarn, plus other things. Um, if you want to get in on that, go check that out. And, you know, if you're confused, you can always call into the station, because that's what you do here on Anchor. So today, guys, we're talking about a fun idea, which is that back in, I think it was probably 2014, the Cons of Tarkir, officially Dragons of Tarkir, uh, command cycle was released. So it was uh, Allied Color Commands released to supplement the original cycle of commands originally printed in Lorwyn. And they're very popular. Uh, the most famous, most popular of all time is by far Kologon's Command. It's very good. It's seen tons of play. Atarka's Command, the red-green one, is not too far behind. And really after that, the other three have not seen a whole lot of play. So we will get to each one, but the conversation today is about a couple things. The first one is that eventually, you know, we'll see the enemy-colored commands printed because these cards are far too popular for them not to do it i look forward to that day i think that'll be great in the meantime these allied colored commands are a very interesting part of modern and the reason i say it is because modern is really a format where like the idea of a control deck playing a big three four five for one type of value card it's difficult for modern to justify it because of the cmc that exists in the format Two for one is generally speaking the best you can get. Like you'll have your moments where you supreme verdict somebody's humans board and it's great feeling, but overall you're looking at, you know, the difference between a velocity based two for one and a one for one. That's kind of how the format works. So if you have a deck that combines a ton of two for ones, you, that's like a mid range deck, like a Jund or an Abzan, it's probably a pretty good deck, which is why those decks have been so good for so long. Well, the commands are all great because they all allow you to do interesting things as a two-for-one, but also have versatility. You have some amount of choice in those decisions. So I talked about the commands today because Modern has shown us over the years that all it really takes for something to be good is somebody trying it a lot of times. It has to be intrinsically powerful enough, but somebody has to just try it. They have to run it out there a lot of times. Now, we've seen Kologon's Command be incredible. The versatility and the way that card interacts with the format, that's a great card. Atarka's Command, much, much, much more of a myopic view of what that card is, but it is very good for what it is. 
people have tried Dromoka's command in a handful of different decks. It's a two-mana command. It's two mana for two effects. It's very good. But aside from a couple kind of fringe decks, it's never broken through. The other two, Ojutai's command and eventually Silmagar's command, have never really seen much play. I'm here to sort of suggest that I believe even Silmgar's command at five mana, every one of these cards has a place in modern. They're almost tailor-made for modern, right? Like, it's hard for me to imagine a format where in some interesting control deck, every one of these cards doesn't have a place. Even Silmgar's command, if you're just talking about an Esper or a Sultai list, I feel like somebody playing one or two copies of Silmgar's command seems reasonable. Like, not because I think it's overwhelmingly powerful, but because Cryptic Command is incredible, and Silmgar's Command is not really all that different. Like, Cryptic definitely has the fact that it's a hard counterspell with card draw, so it's, you know, entirely is, you know, basically the same thing as Dismiss. It's the same thing as Dismiss, but I mean, really more importantly is like, so Ojutai's Command is a great card. That card is unique. It's great. It's powerful. It resurrects a two mana or less creature, which allows you to do really, really clever and interesting things with creatures converted mana costs. It... Uh, has a counterspell, it draws cards, it gains a significant amount of life. Silmagar's command is like just a steroids version of a command. Like every one of them is balanced and powerful. And so what I'm wondering is, is there just a void for each of those cards to break through and be powerful and we just haven't figured it out yet? Because I kind of feel like that's the case. So here's the question for you guys on today's episode. The new listeners of the show, the old listeners of the show. Yes, we all know Kologon's command can be great. If you have a unique way it hasn't been used, share it. If you believe that Atarka's command has more uses, share it. If you think Dromoka's command is the, the neck breaker card for modern, share it. And as far as uh, Ojatai and Silimgar, share those as well, guys. I want to know how you use commands and how you think they should break through in modern. Thanks for listening to the station every day. Have a great night, guys.